Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. We're going to reach out to Dave Keel, see if he's available. Uh, they got a good win last night. Had a chance to spend some time with Dave this week. Uh, pick-and-save student athlete of the week. Uh, went out to uh, the Metro Market in Mequon. And uh, we i tell you this. Do you know Dave very well? Uh, crossings, not, not real, real well, but yeah. yeah. We're in the parking lot of Metro Market. Three, four guys walking out, you know, Coach, how you doing? He's like, um, hey, how you been? Introduces me. This is a guy that played middle linebacker for me in 1989. And, and uh, boy, this fullback for this, he was really good. And he uh, he made the he hit the kid a couple times, saw her, the kid pretended he was hurt and walked off. Ooh. Next guy walks up. Keel's like, yeah, this guy played for me in 1993, and we did this. His memory is ridiculous, and he knows everybody's shaking his hand, Coach. It's like, it's like he's the mayor of Mequon. He's done a lot of good work up there. And he has influenced a lot of people. He he has, and they got a good win last night. I'll tell you that. Dave Keel is joining us right now, head football coach at Homestead. Coach, it was really good to spend a few minutes with you this week at the Metro Market. Well, a special thank you to Pick and Save and uh, Scholar Athlete of the Week. Picked a good one, George Lampin's a great kid and really well deserving of that honor. So I uh, appreciate you coming out, Mike, and and sharing that with the George and his family. They were very very appreciative and. Uh, uh, thankful to to pick and save and to you and to the whole deal. So it was it was a special night. Thanks. You bet. And and like I just said, you're like the Mequon. You're the mayor of Mequon. Everybody's shaking your hand. How you doing, Coach? Good luck. Good luck. It was uh, it was really good for me to see that. And uh, there's so much respect and love for you in that in that community. Hey, Coach. Um, I was surprised. One of the surprises for me was the Watertown Whitefish Bay score. I agree. Uh, Watertown uh, really played well last night because uh, when we played Bay, their defense is solid. And to see that Watertown put uh, 47 up was, was a shocker for us as well. Uh, uh, Benji's doing a great job out there. and Except for a couple of lifts, they've had a fantastic season. So we got our hands full come Friday night, I guarantee you that. Coach, do you guys face anybody in your conference that runs what they run? Uh, a little bit, but uh, not as much. Uh, our conference has become a downhill run game. I formation, uh, you know, we're, we're going to hand it off to the tailback and run hard downhill. Uh, perhaps Port Washington a little bit, but I think I think, uh, think uh, Watertown is going to throw the ball quite a bit more than most anybody in our league, so that's going to be a, a new experience for us. Coach, you got to feel pretty good. You know, Hartford and, and Slinger, um, they uh, – they they got wins. They're going to play the, this week, and and 
I know you're feeling on those two teams, both really quality programs. Hartford, a six seed, goes up to West Bend East and, and beats uh, maybe one of the better West Bend teams that we've had recently um, and got got that win. And then Slinger beats Menominee Falls. Running back for the Falls did play, and they beat him 35-14. And those two guys will go at it to get the winner of the, the Homestead-Watertown game. And I know the only thing you're worried about is Watertown at this point, but for your conference, you got to feel pretty good for those guys. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, two conference teams will be going at it, and I think uh, I think Hartford got Slinger early in the, or middle of the season. I think you were at the game, weren't you? I was, was yeah. Right? Yeah, and I think Slinger ended up turning the ball over a few times that night, but uh, it shows both of those teams are really well coached and well prepared, so that'll be a barn burner in, in Slinger this Friday night. Hey, hard, to, hard to predict a winner there. If you go back to the tape of the Thursday Night Lights, I didn't have a park on or anything, just so you know. No, you, you, you were actually <laughs> toughing it up that night. I was, yeah, was proud of you the, that night. You know, the mosquitoes were kind of bad for me that night, though, Coach. You know? <laughs> well, you, <laughs> I'm kind, well, of a, kind of a wuss. Hey, well, you know, you keep hanging out with uh, the Carol Kane and folks like that, you'll toughen up. I yeah, I, they will toughen <laughs> me up. The other team in your conference, Port Washington, Man, they just got beat. Plymouth is a, a really good team, and we talked to Correct. Rob Stoltz about it. And Port Washington, John Bunyan, like we, we, I think the guy, the kid who played for you, not a kid anymore. He was either the AD or the principal at Port Washington that we met in the parking lot right. that night. Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. "Look, we got to, we're, we're down to twenty two kids on the team with some injuries, and right. they obviously competed really well against a good Plymouth team." Doesn't surprise me. Port's so well coached. Uh, John Bunyan does a great job up there, and he's got some special athletes. And I, I'm not positive, but I heard he went for two late in the game. Um, I'm not sure if that's accurate, but uh, to, to go for the win uh, it wouldn't surprise me because that's the kind of guy John is. He wants to put it on his kids' shoulders and and uh, his shoulders and see what they can do. But man alive, Plymouth had all they can handle. And how about Grafton, another yeah. league team? Uh, they got their first playoff win in, in, in quite some time. They beat Lux Casco and. And I thought that was a heck of a victory for uh, Coach up at Grafton and the first-year coach up in, uh, doing a good job up there. Yeah, I agree. It uh, showed really well uh, your conference uh, other than Whitefish Bay. And the Watertown one now scares me a little bit, Coach. For them, that, like you said, for them to put 47 up on, on Whitefish Bay, and, and, and I haven't looked at the yeah. box score, but, boy, I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. for them to put that up, I, I they got to come to yeah. your place, which is – you know they, they do. Not I, think, home. I think they put 360 passing yards on the board. I saw the kid was 10, 12 for 360, and those numbers jumped off the paper when I read her off the computer. When I looked at that, that was just incredible. Um, very, very. And it reminds me when Benji played for Mayfield. You know, he'd light it up pretty good. He's a heck of a high school quarterback uh, around here, and he went up to Minnesota, played up there, and now he's bringing all the magic uh, to Watertown. And uh, they've been looking at the film a little bit and. Boy, oh, boy, they do some some interesting things and some good things. Very, very talented team. Coach, do they have the kind of size to deal with some with your size? Are they, is that a big team for Watertown? They do. There, there are three dudes across the front on their defense, uh, two, 260, 270, and 240. So their size will not be an issue with them. They uh, they, they just uh, they're good. I mean, and, and athletic, they have a middle linebacker who runs everywhere and does a fantastic job. He's all over the place, so... Uh, our hands are, uh, we're going to have to be at the top of our game because, uh, uh, like I said, to, to be able to put 47 against a very, very good Whitefish Bay defense was impressive. Hey, Ryan, I'm going to ask you this question. For for a coach and, and a team like Watertown that has some success in the, in, the, in the past, 
in football. Not a ton recently for 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 Benji to get his team not to worry about what's on the front of the jersey of the team that they're going to play on Friday. Because you know what, when you talk about Homestead and you talk about the tradition and success that they've had, how difficult will it be for his kids to understand we're going to Homestead, but don't worry about what's on the front of their jersey. Well, I think the one thing with Benji is where he's gone in the playoffs the last few years is he'll have his team ready to go because they've kind of faced that now with another team in their league called Wanakee. Yeah, you bet. Um, and in the playoffs, and they've given those guys fits um, with what they do and how they've done it. And, and you know, playing against Benji quite a bit in the past, um, they're not. They'll they'll get amped up for this thing. They they like the challenges, and they, they he really makes those kids believe. And I know Coach Keel and those guys will be locked and loaded and ready to go too. It should be a good football game. Yeah, if I you know what if I could get to a game next Friday, we will not be doing a scoreboard show next week. I've got an, a, a work event that I have to be at, um, but this is one of the ones that I would get to. This is a game that interests me a lot to see the two different styles and yep. and Homestead. I'll throw the ball with you. Uh, but they also can run the ball and, and, and get after it that way. Hey, Coach, uh, good luck this week. Really proud of you guys. Uh, the winner of this game takes on the winner of the Hartford Slinger game. And as we have talked for most of the show, that second matchup, it's difficult for the team that, that, that won. You want to get to that game. If you get to a Coach, I know you'll take care of some business. Well, I do appreciate it, Mike. Keep up the good work. Ryan, good morning to you as well. And thanks, uh, thanks uh, high school fans everywhere. appreciate everything you guys do. Good luck, Coach. We really appreciate it, Coach. Thank you. You know, when right. when I asked uh, when I asked him last week, is it like 17, 18 in a row? And he said, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. He knows. <laughs> you know how he knows? Because he doesn't have enough fingers to put those rings on, man. <laughs> He's got to put them on his toes. He's a good man. I, I learned a lot about him. Um, the 15 minutes we spent in that parking lot, the Metro Market, I, I've always really appreciated him. Um and I've known him as one of the best coaches in the area. He emcees the the Hall of Fame thing, and he's really good at it. And then we talked about some other stuff outside of football in that parking lot. And I'm a huge fan of of his as a man at this point, and uh, the stuff that he that he accomplishes through the game of football. Right. Football is important to him, but it's not it's not what's most important. So it's it's uh, it's pretty impressive. Benji will get uh, Watertown will give them. The, everything they 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 can handle. Yep, it, you gotta you gotta know how to approach Watertown. I mean, if you know how to approach them, you can you'll be okay. And um, if you got the firepower to go up against them, which Homestead obviously right. does. If, um, if somebody said to you, "Hey, look, uh, you're an assistant coach, and 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 you made that comment on the air about going, you know, being ready for Watertown," what would you in in a a Reader's Digest version? What would you tell them? Control the place, pace of the game. That's the that's the number one. I mean, you, you make sure you dictate because if you don't, Watertown will. And I think um, it really depends, I guess, on your personnel and their personnel. But they've been explosive at times, and we've gone into that game uh, against Watertown where we said we're going to do X, Y, and Z: control the clock, control the pace, control every how this goes. And then there's you know there's been a few years where we said okay we're just gonna outscore these guys and make them chase us yeah and uh, it's all dictated on personnel but it, it it's you've had some success against Watertown yeah yeah, yeah. I mean they they were uh, they've always a great com- uh, opponent of ours and it was a big rival game and you know they've gotten us and we've gotten them and it's like any typical rivalry you know both sides gets theirs eventually um, so it uh, it was a lot of fun hey one of the part of the show that um, I didn't know until last night. 
Like we had this conversation where we emailed back and forth and we're going to get a bunch of guys from all over the state. And then some guys forced my hand a little bit. Yeah. And 11.15, this next guy forced my hand. We have to talk to Fritz Robin from Arrowhead. Have, great win. Yep. Great win. Nobody. Look, I thought they had a chance to win it. Had no idea they'd put that number up on. I think I think early on in Fritz, when Fritz first got the Arrowhead job, they went to Verona for a playoff game in the past, and I think Verona got them, so now they exercise some demons and yeah, it's got t- loose over there. It's now even. We'll get to a break. Fritz Rauch is going to join us on the other side. We're also going to talk to Greg Brasgill uh, from Lake Country Luther. And then John D'Amato will join us at 1130. And uh, the head football coach at McGuanago, I have a hard time with his last name. Ganivak. Ganivak. Mike Ganivak from McGuanago. They got a good win. And we'll talk to those guys. We've got a lot to do before the end of the show. This is the Wendy's. Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Ryan McMillan, the Athletic Director at Muskego. Arrowhead goes... And puts up 63 on Verona last night. 63, Coach. That's good stuff right there. They're up 21-0 at, at the end of the first quarter. They're up 42-14 at the end of the third. Look, I, I understand, you know, you can ease into the season, get hot late. Man, I I don't know if anyone saw them putting 63 up on Verona. I don't, I don't, and we're going to talk to Fritz. There's no way he thought they'd put 63 up on him. I bet his offensive coordinator, Scott Rice, thought so, though. He's got some success against Verona in his past. He so thought, who he, knows? He must know a little something. <laughs> we are now joined by the head football coach at Arrowhead. I told, hey, hey Fritz, I told uh, Ryan, I wish we were on satellite because I would ask you some questions that we can't say on the, <laughs> on the air. What in the world? Fritz, I, I, can I go back before we go forward? That sure. that end of the game, the last four, the fourth quarter against Oconomowoc. Yep. Nip and tuck. You guys came back out of win against Oconomowoc, and it seems like, you know, you beat Waukesha South prior to that, beat Kettle Moraine, but that that second half, that fourth quarter against Oconomowoc, for some reason, seems to have turned the season around. Well, I, I think that, uh, first of all, thanks, guys, for having me on. And, and, you know, we talk about our football team right now. Certainly the, um, the resilience this team is showing all year um, in that Oconomowoc game. Coming back from the start we had, uh, we were down in the second half by 10 points to KM. Uh, this team is showing resilience all year. They've never once doubted themselves or their coaching staff. So, uh, you know, it's it's thrilling to to see them continue to progress, but this is something that we all saw coming. Look, I will. Uh, I'm I'm going to say this, and I don't think anybody else will. But I I'm familiar enough with with Arrowhead in the school district that look, I got to believe some of the wolves were at the door. That's just me saying that. Nobody has told me that. But that win against Oconomowoc, and then the one the next week against Waukesha West, and then another one at McGuanago, and then to beat a, a Waukesha North team that gets up for you guys, and we've talked about this during the break, Ryan. Waukesha North, Harris has those guys playing well, and they play Arrowhead. Yep. 
you know, I, I'm really happy for you, Fritz. I'm, I'm hoping you're sleeping a little bit better now than you were earlier in the year. <laughs> um, you know, again, I'm just going to say it this way. Uh, first of all, we have a tremendous community that expects excellence and success, and that's yes. what any community should should want for its public high school. Um, secondly, uh, and I don't know if this sounds like a forked tongue or not, but we talk all the time. The only people in the room, uh, the, I'm sorry, the only people who really need to believe in that team are the people who are sitting in the room every single day. And that group of people, kids, coaches, everybody involved in Arrowhead football, that group of people never doubted. And so we feel good about where we're at. Well, you, you know, the mountain to, to, to go to Verona and beat them, that, that's, a, that's a stiff climb. Absolutely. And, and, and you know what? And now you might as well just, if you're going to take care of business, you might as well go to Fond du Lac and get one up there too, Coach. Well, uh, we had tremendous, we have tremendous respect for Verona. Uh, Dave Richards and, and Scott Kramer are guys that I've known for a long time. That's a tremendous football staff. And we knew that we were going to be in for a great game. Um, our kids responded with a great week of practice and then obviously played played really well last night. Uh, we were eight for eight in offensive possessions and anytime you go eight for eight you're gonna be you're gonna be in a in a pretty good position. We've got a uh, another huge challenge on the road in Fond du Lac. Obviously Coach Jorgensen has that team playing fantastic football. Um I was I was looking at tape uh, right before you guys called but but again we need to have a great practice week. We need to have our kids focus uh, and we need to have a great Bus ride up there, and, and we're going to take our swing. Man, I'm really, pr- I'm really proud of you, Coach. I'm really happy for you and, and those players in the locker room. Um, man, you've won one, two, three, four, five, seven in a row. Yep. And uh, that this last one, it, it opened a lot of eyes, Coach. You go up to Verona and, and put 63 up in a quality program like that when you're the five seed. Um they're the four seed. I, I, I'm just really happy for you and, and uh, those kids in the locker room and your staff. Uh, good luck this week against Fond du Lac, Coach. Absolutely, thank you. Uh, I'll take that. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna see a tremendous football program, and I'll take your luck. You got it, Fritz. Thank Thanks, you very Mike. much. I hope to good be luck, talking Coach. to you next week. Thanks, Ryan. You got All it. Right. Hey, let's uh, let's we're going from Division One, and we're gonna head right over to Lake Country Lutheran. And uh, I, I'll tell you what, this uh, Division Five school, uh, Ryan, this is a good quality football program, and and their head coach, I, I enjoy talking to him, Greg Brasgiller, who is the head football coach of Lake Country Lutheran. They got a win last night against Marshall, thirty-one nothing. They now stay at home and play Mayville, who uh, who got a, a win against Palmyra. They beat them thirty-five-six. Hey, um, good, nice win for you boys, Greg. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, it's always it's always tough once you get to the playoffs, but you just keep moving forward. Yeah, did Marshall give you a little bit more than than you thought? Well, we've we've never been a number one seed before, so it's interesting. It's our sixth undefeated season, but it's the first time we were number one. And now I see how hard it is for a one to play an eight because you know they're playing with you know only today to play for, and so that's what we got from them was their absolute best effort. They ran toss pass on the second play of the game, and I mean it was. It was everything that they had the whole game long, so it was exciting. Hey Ryan, um, the tough part of being a, being a one and playing an eight, you, you you know you should beat them. So your kids, you know, for that week they're like, well, we're the one, they're the eight. But once you get through that one, and if you can come out on top, 
like like Lake Country Lutheran did, that refocus then gets back in, and now it's like, okay, now it's the four, and if we can get this one, you got to look at maybe the three or a seven who upset a two. But I think this week's practice can be better for Lake Country Lutheran than maybe it was last week. Your opinion on that, Ryan? Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, week one, homecoming, and then level one of the playoffs, three hardest weeks through a high school football season in terms of a preparation, focus, all those type of things. You just don't know what you're going to get sometimes because you get out of your league. And um, and if you're one, you're supposed to win, right? Right. And so it's handling those expectations and but staying focused on the task at hand and kids automatically assuming, okay, this team's not any good. And, and we had a little bit of that in our game last night too, whereas early on, you know, the team came in fighting and, and away we went. Now looks like uh, Lake Country Lutheran's got to face a wing tee in Mayville, I think. Yeah, they they run that wing tee, I think, don't they, Coach? Yeah, definitely. They uh, they run like a mass wing tee. I mean, there there's nobody outside of five feet of the ball. <laughs> yep, man. It, now again, you guys don't. There's nobody in your conference that that runs that, correct? I think the closest you would get is St. John's, maybe a couple of years. Um, but no, yeah, we don't see that a lot. So it'll be a lot of teaching this week, a lot of film work for you guys. Um, good luck. You get them at home. Mayville's got to come your way Friday night, 7 o'clock at Lake Country Lutheran. Coach, good luck to you and your staff and your school, your your boys. Thanks a lot, Mike. You bet. Uh, Greg Brasgill, head coach at Lake Country Lutheran. Man, I saw them up close and personal. They're the real deal. You know what? I don't care what division. I don't care what any size school. They're really well coached, and those kids can play. It'll be interesting to see the outcome of this game and then that Homestead-Watertown game because very similar to what we were talking before, like you wanted to watch the Watertown-Homestead game, contrasting styles. Right. You got spread team athletes all over the place with Lake Country Lutheran, and then you got old-school mishmash wing tee from Coach Nenning up there in in Mayville that they've had a lot of success with, and they believe in wholeheartedly. So it's going to be interesting how this one shakes out. Key for Lake Country Lutheran is you get up a few scores. Yes. Score and score early and yeah. fast and get going. And then say, okay, you want to throw the ball? Go ahead. Let's, yeah. see, let's see how you can throw the ball. Let's see. who. Do you have a receiver on this team? Let's <laughs> find out who it is. And Lake Country can do that. They can put up points quick. Um, they're a fun team to watch, man. Yeah. And those kids are all – what I liked about being on the sidelines there, I'm not kidding, Coach. Their, their starters, when they came off the field – were cheering on their guys that were second and, and, and a couple of the third team guys as hard as anything. That's awesome. All high five and hugging each other. It was impressive to me, that whole family thing that they got going on at Lake Country Lutheran. It's not fake either. No. This is the real deal. And I talked about talked about a coach earlier in the year, or earlier in the show, Fletcher, I'll kick in his coverage. <laughs> Brasgill. <laughs> Yeah, he way good, good for him, huh? Good for him. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I yeah, he did. He he uh, he did good. He's a he's a good guy. Awesome. He told me a story real quick when they asked him to, and recruited him to come and, and and be the football coach and be part of Lake Country Lutheran. Um, you know, he made the decision to take it, and they said, "Look, we got thirty kids," and he said, well, "I can I can you know thirty kids in a program. I can start with that." They're like, uh, it's actually thirty kids in the school, <laughs> and he said, "Are you kidding me?" But he's built into. He is when you talk about great programs, you got to talk about yep. him. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, John D'Amato, head football coach at Sussex Hamilton, really good win uh, for the Chargers last night. We'll talk to him on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. We're going to reach out right now to John D'Amato from Sussex Hamilton. I'll tell you, Coach, it's another guy that forced my hand a little bit today. You know, you get uh, get a chance to get some of these guys on that, that I don't think shocked but surprised a little bit. You go to Madison Memorial, they won that conference. They beat them 35-21. Now they got to go to Sun Prairie. Another tough out, but Madison Memorial, you can't you can never compare scores, but at the beginning of the year beat Sun Prairie. Yep. And uh Hamilton took it to Madison Memorial and with I saw it Sussex Hamilton up front and I saw him I was right on the sidelines and watched how tough their kids are. What I was impressed about with Sussex Hamilton was their defense. They swarmed with the ball and they'll hit you. And you know what? They'll hold you up and three other guys come hit you. Yeah. It was fun for me to watch. We're now joined by the head football coach at Sussex Hamilton. John D'Amato, good win last night, coach. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, 35-20. You forced my hand, coach. You go up to Madison Memorial, won that conference, and you beat them 35-21 at Madison Memorial. You know, guys like me just go, holy cow, what a great win for, for Hamilton. Coach, when I was talking on the sidelines, you feel pretty good about your team, and, and you're happy with, with the way they've developed throughout the season. Yeah, it's been uh, you know it's been up and down, to be honest with you. But, you know, as far as the group of kids that we have, uh, I just love my seniors. And at this point, you got to look at how unified you are and the continuity that you have on, you know, all three facets of the game. So uh, we like the direction we're headed right now. Hey, Coach, if somebody was to ask you to describe your offense, what would you tell them? I would say, <laughs> I tell you what, we're, we're basically a wing T team that runs, uh, you know, option football. Um, you know, we like to uh, put stress on a defense with play-action pass, and, you know, that's, that's probably about it. <laughs> yeah, Coach, I was at the Menominee Falls game, and they were without their running back, but I – you know what, and I understand that would have made a difference, but the way you guys shut them out and the way your defense played um, on the sidelines, I was really impressed with the defense. You, you did not give up a point against the Falls, didn't give up a point against Tosa East, gave up 20 to a really quality team, uh, Brookfield Central, um, 21 to Germantown, and then 21 to Madison Memorial. you got to feel pretty good about the way the defense is playing, correct? Yeah, we love our defense, and we, we knew that kind of going in. Um, and uh, we uh, we just feel like our, our boys really play well together. I think my defensive coaches, uh, Chris Botsford's my um, defensive coordinator. He's been with me for 15 years, and I think he's the best in the business. So, uh, you know, I think we got kids that play hard. I think we've got kids that swarm to the ball, like you said. And they're they're students of the game. We got some really smart kids back there, and uh, they really pride themselves in knowing the defense, and uh, you know playing together. So, you know we uh, we feel like I said, you know moving forward, we we really have our hands full with some prairie. They put up over 500 yards uh, uh, last night, and it's going to be uh, quite the challenge for us. I agree. You know, and, and and size wise, how do you match up with their size, coach? Uh, we're not overly big now, Mike. You know, right. we, historically we've never been that way. Um, but you know, we have kids that are you know make up with it, uh, make up for their size with their with their effort, and uh, you know, as far as their technique is concerned. So, you know, the 
the, the size thing doesn't really concern us. It's just going to be more of the, you know, the speed of the game and, you know, for us just schematically matching up with them. Hey, two two other things. I, I wasn't really impressed. Lucas Finnessy was was our uh, U.S. Army player of the game, I believe, that, that night. Um, he's a junior, 6'3", 215, and I thought he did some really good things for you guys on both sides of the ball. And I thought your quarterback, uh, I coached his, his father in basketball at Dominican. I thought, um, John, that, that when he did make a mistake or two, he shook it off pretty quick, and he got right back into it, and he didn't hang his head, and I was impressed with that. Yeah, Lucas is a special athlete. He's yes. uh, arguably one of the better athletes that I've ever coached. He's actually down in Iowa today. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's a Division One kid, uh, without question. Very competitive. He's a great vocal leader. And uh, the thing that I love about Lucas is that he owns it. He doesn't make excuses. So uh, that's the type of coach. I mean, that's the type of player that we love to coach. Um, and then Eric is, Eric is our heartbeat. He, really, he is. He is uh, just a, a real gutsy kid and a real cerebral kid. And he understands our offense and what we try to do and, and, uh, you know, we, we, we love having Eric back there. And he's, uh, he's an all-around great athlete as well. He's a Division I baseball player. Um, and I, I'm, we're, we're just thrilled to have him as a multi-sport athlete. That's kind of uh, a thing of these days that's kind of dying. Right now, everyone wants to, you know, just focus on one sport. And seeing a guy like Lucas Finnessy, who is a, is a starter in, in, uh, in basketball since his freshman year, and, you know, he's such a quality football player on top of it. And Eric as well is a Division One baseball player, and he's playing football as well. It's, it's things that kids should continue to do. And, you know, sometimes they get bad advice to focus on one sport. And it's just uh, it's, it's really comforting for me to know that we have kids in our school that still believe in multi-sports. That's huge to hear from an athletic director standpoint. I mean, we're always pushing for multi-sport kids and, getting our programs to share athletes, and it's, it's good to hear it's happening out there still. Yeah, I, I agree. You know what? Um, I wish I, I wish they would have had a home game so that a team from outside of this area could come and experience um, what happens at Sussex-Hamilton Sussex where the community comes out, that the student section is really behind this team. I, I'm always impressed. Any chance I get, the facilities are, are top-notch. Yep. The field is beautiful. They, it, it just is a really good experience to go watch John D'Amato, his coaching staff, these kids in that community get after it. And I, I, I'm impressed every time I go out there um, with, with the whole package of it. And I'm really happy for the win, John. I, um, congratulations. That's a really good win. And if you guys uh, you know, get up and, and go play Sun Prairie and uh, you have nothing to lose, man, go knock somebody else off from that conference. Yeah, that's the plan here, Mike. I appreciate you having me on. You bet. John D'Amato, head football coach at Sussex Hamilton. Uh, good luck. They play at Sun Prairie Friday night. What do you know about Sun Prairie? Do you know much about those guys? They're good. They got they got a lot of athletes. Um, they had some of the emotional stuff with the uh, things that happened over the summer within the community and the, the whole... Um, Basketball thing? or Well, the... The pizza place exploding. Oh, that's and right. And losing the firefighter and, yeah. and all that other stuff with the gas line issues. So they had... This had some emotional first games. They had um, uh, special jerseys and things made up. And they, as they keep going, Coach Kaminsky's, they've found their way, and they're hot right now. They're the hottest team out of the Big Eight, where I think early on it was probably Madison Memorial. So right. now uh, Sussex has got a chance to take the two hottest teams out of the Big Eight, and they just might do it. 
Well, I can tell you by looking at the Badger game right now, you know, they may be uh, in for a blizzard or something. I, I cannot <laughs> yeah. believe how hard it's snowing in Madison right now. Yeah, everything's covered white. It's pretty crazy. It's neat. It's, yeah, the, uh, Badgers are at home in this stuff, though. The uh, the punter just dropped the snap. Look at this. Watch. Right in his hands. Dropped the snap because it's, uh, it's wet and snowing, and, and you can't even see the field hardly. It's all white. <laughs> so I'm sure that uh, – I'm sure in what, what D'Amato runs – he wouldn't mind that so much. Oh, he'd be right, uh, right in his comfort zone that weather. Yeah, and that's what. What's interesting is this uh, um, Eric Rado, their their quarterback. I coached his dad. His dad is a big guy. He was a lineman, really good athlete, big time baseball player. His son's little. You know, he's, he's maybe 170 pounds, maybe, and he took some shots against Falls. Got right up. He he had two balls that he that he shouldn't have thrown, and he came off and he owned it. He didn't. He didn't. He never said anything that like to the receiver. Why don't you come back for the ball? Nothing. He said, "Boys, won't happen again. Don't worry about. It. We're good. You know, we're good. Just get me the ball back." And I thought, "Oh, okay. Yeah. I like this kid. Yeah." And it was good. And and the kid that he was talking about, um, our pick and save or our um, U.S. Army player of the game, junior big time athlete. I mean, they put him back on punts. They get him the ball and the receiver. They hand off to him a little bit, and then on defense, he comes up and hits you. And when I talked to one of their coaches, they said, look, he's a Big Ten kid. I was looking at him. Wisconsin's talked to him. That's the kind of player he is. So it's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to the head coach at McGuanago. Ganevac. Ganevac. I, I got it. There you Ganevac. go. <laughs> we, may, we may talk to him a little bit about his old Fond du Lac days. And, I, and I'm wondering. I'm what? wondering. I'm guessing you're wondering what the better league is. Yeah, and yeah. I'm wondering if Fritz has reached out to a guy in his conference to ask him some questions about a team that he coached. The That's guy, a fair wonder. Do, do guys do that? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I know in <laughs> basketball we do. Yeah, I don't know because I was told you guys aren't political like us basketball boys. Nope. That's just such a lie. This is the Wendy's Varsity <laughs> Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, as always, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan and Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan, AD at Muskego. Our next guest, Mike Navak. He is uh, the head football coach at McGuanago. Before we get into McGuanago stuff, I need to ask him, hey, coach, if... Uh, if the coach at Arrowhead, who's in your conference, calls you about some info on Fond du Lac, what do you do? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I I love those boys up in Fond du Lac, so uh, I've I spent a lot of time with them over the years. So I, I, you know, I guess blood is thicker than water at this point in the season. Yeah, and you know what? Two years from now, you won't know any of those guys at Fond du Lac. There'll be a little bit easier conversation, but these are still your boys up there. Yeah, they are. You're exactly right, Mike. That that's tough. Hey, nice win for you guys last night. Look, Lake Geneva Badger, um, Hensler's a really good coach. They got a great program that is used to having success this time of year, and uh, they come to your place. I know it was in the beginning. Our guy was out there and said, "Hey, Badgers having a little bit of success," and and McGuanago, you figured it out, took over, beat him thirty five. 15 and you got to feel pretty good about uh, the way you guys played last night yeah I, I think we came out in the second half uh, really focused uh, we made a couple of adjustments the kids executed really well uh, the first half it was 
we, we, we shot ourselves in the foot multiple times. Uh, we were moving the ball really well on offense, but we just had penalties that were, that were killing us. Um, and, and it was, it, it was things that we hadn't done this season. So, uh, I think our kids were, were a little nervous, uh, being that they hadn't played in a playoff game before. And also being at home, I think there was a little more pressure as well. Uh, but, uh, they, uh, in, going into the second half, they settled in and, and I was, I was proud of their, their effort. So, Coach, we uh, we had Steve Jones on, and I was kidding because I, you know, I think the Clay, the Classic Eight's the best football conference in the state, and we laugh. And he started texting uh, uh, my co-host, and uh, I, look, you've been in both conferences. I've asked you this before: there are six out of the nine teams qualified for the postseason out of the Classic Eight. All six have won, um, outscored their opponents two seventy six to eighty two. And I, do, do you feel like the Classic Gate is the best conference in the state? Well, Mike, when I was when I was on your show a couple months back, after week three, I believe it was, uh, I had I had said it was like comparing the the Big Ten and the the SEC. Um, now, after spending an, an entire season in, in the Classic Gate, I would have to to give an edge a little bit to the Classic Gate, having coached in, in in both conferences in the Valley as well as the the Classic Gate. Uh, it's it, it, it's a meat grinder, and we had meat grinders when I was at Fond du Lac too, going right. all the way through. Uh, I just think that the parity is a little bit better in the Classic Eight uh, uh, in comparison to to the Valley. Um, so I now being in it, <laughs> being back here, I I think that I would give my nod to the Classic Eight. I just think the Valley has better athletic directors. That's I'm only kidding, McMillan. You're just, probably right. I'm just I'm only kidding. For all you ADs that are listening, I'm just kidding. It was just a joke. Hey, coach, you get uh, and I've asked Ryan this, but I'm going to ask you this too because I think it's important. Um, look, when you when you go to a place like Franklin, and they've uh, look, that's one of the best programs in the state of Wisconsin. You travel there on Friday. Do you talk about not looking at what's on the front of their jersey? Do your kids in McGuanago understand the success that Franklin has had the last number of years? You know, that's a great question, and I don't think that they do. Good. Good. Don't <laughs> I, I really them. don't. Uh, it, it's, it's a different conference, and even though we're right next to them, uh, it's, it's really a, a foreign world to them. So uh, they, they even asked me, uh, after the, the seedings and the brackets came out, they said, well, Coach, how good is Franklin? I said, yeah, they're a pretty good football team. They're undefeated, but we'll worry about them if we happen to win level one game. So good. now we're on to Franklin, and yeah, I, I really don't think that you know, it, it, which which surprises me in today's day and age with all the social media and the, <laughs> and and how word travels and spreads. But yeah, well, our kids our kids don't know. You know, you know why that is because there's so much to do in downtown McGuanago, man. The Broadway shows, <laughs> you know, all of all of that kind of stuff. I love that. That they, you know what, they're just going to play. I coached basketball at Calvary Baptist, you know, where my son went. And we had seven, eight kids on the basketball team. And before I got there, they played just Christian schools throughout the state. And, and we went down to the city and we played Milwaukee Hamilton and Science Academy and those guys. Our kids had no idea. They just went and played mm-hmm. the teams that I told them to go play. Yep. After the game, they're like, hey, are we getting free pizza tonight? I'm like, you just beat Milwaukee <laughs> Hamilton. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Can we get free pizza? They just didn't know, and I like that, Coach. I think that makes your job maybe a little bit easier. You worry about what's on the front of the jersey, but the kids just go play. Yep, 
Yep, you're exactly right. I think that's good. Hey, Coach, good luck at Franklin. Uh, the winner of, of of that game, and you're in a tough one, man. The winner of this one plays uh, the winner of the Muskego Kettle Moraine game. Hey, Ryan, by the way, or, or Coach, how big is that scoreboard out in Muskego? Have you seen that thing? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's huge, but uh, it's the numbers are small. I don't know if 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 uh, Ryan has gotten <laughs> any criticism on that, <laughs> but. Well. Uh, it, it is a beautiful facility. They had enough money to put it in. They just didn't have enough money to make the numbers any bigger. I guess, coach. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. it's it's amazing what it, what what uh, has gone on over there, and you know they really got it rolling right now with with their football program and their their facilities. And yeah, it's it, it's cool to have you know another facility in the Classic Eight that is that is top notch. You got it, Coach. Uh, good luck against Franklin, and uh, if you get that one, I'm sure I'll reach out to you to get you on next week. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Mike. You bet, uh, luck, Coach. Mike Ganevac, head uh, football coach at McGuanico. It took him a year, it took him a season, but he figured out what I figured out, and uh, it's a <laughs> it's a meat grinder, man. Yeah, it is. Week in and week out. Hey, before we get out, I got a couple a uh, couple games I want you to predict for me. All right, all right. Let's, let's do uh, it. Go through a couple Sun Prairie and Sussex Hamilton. I'm going to say Sun Prairie just because they can score. They're hot right now with their offense. So I mean that if you get ahead of the wing T option style ball, but I think you know Sussex will be there. It'll be close. I think. Yep. Um, Arrowhead and Fond du Lac. Boy, that's a tough one, oh. right? Just because you talked about teams that are hot. Jory's is good. Yeah, and Arrowhead's run off a whole bunch. I think it'll be a very physical, competitive game. I'll give the nod to Fondy just because they're at home. Home cooking matters. Hey, before we go to any other ones, if if you didn't have to go to the Muskego Ketum Ring game, and, and I'm sure you'd want to go, but if you didn't have to go to that one, if that one was played on Saturday and I called you and said, Coach, I'm picking you up and we're going to go watch a game you pick, what game would you go to? Wanakee to Forest. There you go. Atta boy. <laughs> I kind of thought maybe that was coming. You know, your boy didn't call you. Coach Rice didn't call me back. Though. I sent him a text. He, it's I Forest. Put, he's in another world I, right I now. I should never put your name in that text. If I didn't have your name, maybe he would have gotten back Probably to Probably right. Nina Kimberly. I'm going to take Kimberly. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then Bayport, I think, beats Appleton North. Yep. That Bayport-Kimberly game, whew, you, you might want to get there on Thursday. Get into that one. A lot of people there. It'll be a great atmosphere, I'm sure. You get Coach Jones on. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, I, we will. <laughs> we will. And he'll, you know, he'll start texting you about what an idiot I am. <laughs> Did he say something about radio speak? Co- I, co-host radio. Or co-host. co-host <laughs> co- talk show host radio speak. Man, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Mosquito Kettle Moraine. Got to give a nod to the Warriors, but it's going to be a tough one. Kettle Moraine's a different team than they were a few weeks ago when we got them. Horlick, uh, Oak Creek. Oak Creek. Marquette, Indian Trail. Marquette. Franklin, McGuanago. Oof. God, tough one. I'm going nowhere near either of those two. Yeah, uh, Coach Brown and uh, Coach Ganevac, two good guys. I'm not picking that one. Nope. Homestead, Watertown. I think uh, home cooking there a little bit with Homestead. Hartford, Slinger. I think Slinger gets them only because they lost to him earlier. Too much emotions there. Wanakee to Forest. Wanakee. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Coach, thank you. This is a really fun show for me. Absolutely. And I really appreciate you coming in. It's good just you and I being here and talking to all these guys. Thanks for listening. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.